How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Travel in Peace. I hope everyone is doing well. Everyone is staying safe. Guys, today we have a very special guest coming onto the show. He has traveled all over the world, been to some of the coolest places, did some of the coolest things. Guys, we have Kelly Butt Spirito with us on today. He's going to tell us about where he's been, specifically Puerto Rico, his travels there. And we're just going to get him on the phone right now, just start getting right into this conversation because this guy is one of the coolest people I know. He goes to Ithaca College with myself. And he is an awesome person to talk to, really cool, has really good vibes, and works. And I'm very excited to get him on the phone. So let's get him on the phone right now. This is Kelly Butt Spirito with us on the phone. What's up, Kelly? Welcome to Travel and Peace Podcast. How's it going, man? It's going well. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, really excited to get into it today. Big fan of the podcast, so it's going to be fun. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, you're quite the traveler, uh, so I see from your Instagram. You like to travel. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, it's been a somewhat newfound love for me um, over the past like year and a half. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really into it. It's been an incredible experience for me. So let's get right to it. So Puerto Rico, um, amazing place. I've been there once myself. Uh, let's get right to it. So how was your trip to Puerto Rico when you went? Um, okay, so it was incredible. Um, so I had actually just left college um, at the time and I was planning on actually taking a trip to Africa I was going to film for this school in Uganda Um, but as soon as I was getting ready for my trip I had pretty much everything planned out Um, and I was working with this organization um, and uh, right when I was about to uh, buy my ticket I was going I realized that I had to get all these like immunization shots and so when I was getting the shots it was like insurance wouldn't cover them and there was like five shots and each of them were like three hundred dollars so it was just way out of my budget at the time so i was like i can't take this trip so i was just stuck with all this time um where i had no school and so i was looking up flights um online just like i literally looked up flights to tropical places because i just wanted (laughs) to go on an adventure you know and um and puerto rico was extremely cheap and so i just booked a ticket no plans nothing for a month and a half um and it was just it was just the craziest time of my life that's awesome man. i mean that i think that's like one of the most interesting things that i, I think you know i've had a lot of guests in here but that's one of the coolest things that i think anyone said is you just kind of you just went for it you like you full send you just go you kind of just just get on a get on a flight i mean did you do you have an idea of what you wanted to do or just kind of just kind of like hey let's go to puerto rico i mean i i had um, you know, I had some fantasies, I would say, about, you know, different things that I honestly didn't know that much about Puerto Rico. So I did like a little bit of research. Um, and so there were a few things that I thought looked cool. Um, and I actually had one friend who I went to boarding school with in high school who was like an exchange student at, at the boarding school. He, um, he lived there and we weren't super close but it was a nice little bridge so he was able to pick me up from the airport and then I actually only spent one night with him but yeah I didn't really have much plan I guess I just had this weird this weird trust in in just that in just the adventure of it I guess because I the summer before I went to California with not many plans and it ended up being like a really awesome time so I was just like you know what let's go with this um and we'll just see what happens, how bad could it be, and it ended up being way better than I could ever imagine. <laughs> so that, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. So so you, so you get to the airport, you land, you stay with your friend, 
and then I mean what like what do you do like you you're you're kind of just like by yourself you know yeah and that was actually I'd say that was the scariest day was when I left him I, I looked up hostels I found this one called Mango Mansion for anyone who's listening who's going to go to Puerto Rico that's definitely a good one to go to right. um, if you're a young person and so it was really that was that was a good spot um, and I was so nervous I, I we walked around San Juan which is the major city um, all day going to different hostels and I finally found this one and then he, he left me you know and I was like what do I do like I went to the beach kind of alone for a while oh actually this was one of my favorite nights of the trip I forgot about this so I was super nervous I kind of laid in my bed for a little bit in the hostel said hi to a few people they were a little older than me um, I'm, I just turned 20 so I was 19 at the time and most of the travelers were like anywhere from 23 to like 35 and so I was like a little intimidated so I went off on my own um, and just walked down to the beach and the sun was setting and then the waves were huge like nothing I'd ever really seen before Right. and there were all these guys surfing and this one kid had this like boogie board surfboard thing um, and he he came over to me and he was just like what's up man like how's it going and I was like kind of at this crossroads and I really believe that this is when my trip like when my mindset kicked in to like really make this trip what it was is I remember just being like you know what like this guy doesn't know me at all like I have nothing to lose um, and so I was like hey like do you mind if I like come out in the water with you and you could you show me like how to ride your boogie board and he was like yeah man I'd love that and so then and he was like a local so he had, he had a, a definitely an accent it was really cool and so he took me he's like just take my board man give it, give it take, like take it for a spin so I went out and then me and him basically just like boogie boarded with all these surfers till the sunset and then he brought me back and then he told me he was like yo keep my boogie board I gotta go to work keep it and bring it to work and then he, he gave me his, like the address for work I had this little journal so I wrote it down and then I like plugged it into Google Maps later walked it all the way back to work and we ended up becoming like pretty good friends um, in San Juan so it was kind of a, that was kind of a cool experience that's awesome man that's so cool I mean like I don't think anybody that does that is just like you know goes up to the locals like hey you know can i can i use your your boogie board and i like, go go like surfing that, that, that that's so cool that's so cool i mean you know like i think that's one of the coolest things about travel is like sometimes you gotta do stuff that's just like different you can't like you know i know a lot of people like to go on like tours and stuff and like do the touristy things but you know sometimes you gotta just totally just do what you feel is right and you know that that's awesome so so what did you do after that? So you went, you were in San Juan, and then where'd you go after that? So once I got back to Mango Mansion that night, um, I made some pretty good friends there, um, and it ended up being really fun. It's definitely like the hostel scene, at least in Puerto Rico, was definitely it was definitely like a very vibrant social scene. It almost felt like college in the way that people were like getting together, going out to the bars, um, and Puerto Rico is like a big a big place of just celebrating and partying and i was there during this festival at the end it was the biggest festival of the year and it was not even planned a lot of things just really fell into place for me on that trip but so i ended up going after a few nights at mango mansion i had made some good friends there and they were connected with some of the other hostels around the city and i wanted to just check out a different scene maybe meet some new people 
And so there was this one hostel that I actually had heard about, and it's like it was like the biggest party hostel. It was kind of like thought it was had a lot of bad reviews. <laughs> it was they said it was like not well run or anything like that. Um, oh, oh, actually, right my second day at Mango Mansion, I ended up going up to one of the islands off of Puerto Rico. Oh, that's sick. That's yeah, so cool. It, it's called Vieques. Nice. That's what, so. Um, what, so what was it like out there? So it was. It was such a different vibe. Like it was, it was so laid back. It was something I hadn't really experienced before. And I ended up just hopping in with these guys who were going, um, and we split the cab fare. And then it was an Uber, I think. And then we got on this boat, went over. And then I, I expected only to stay for twenty four hours, but then I met a bunch of cool locals. Um, and there was just only one bar that everyone would hang out at night, and we had a fire, like every night. And so I, on the beach, and so I ended up staying for like four days that's um, sick. and i met some people i'm actually still friends with that's awesome uh, yeah it was so cool and that's like the, the, my favorite thing about traveling is just that like you have some experiences that you know we'll never be able to you know recreate but a few people i've met in puerto rico have actually become great friends of mine in new york city oh um, really oh that's so cool yeah, so it was definitely like a really cool experience but. yeah those connections i mean that those are huge you know you that's crazy that's crazy so uh, yeah, so go ahead. So you were saying so you went to another hostel after the Mango Mansion. Yeah, so I spent some time on Vieques, and that was really like transforming time where I was like, "This is going to be incredible." There's this thing called the Bioluminescent Bay, and it's where, uh, like, when you touch the water, it glows. Oh, that's so on cool. that island. Yeah, so we were out on this like um, this kayak, and like you could like run your hand through the water, and it would glow. Um, and it was just wild and and so i was just like man this place is like incredible so then i i go back and i was like i want to shift things up i want to meet there's so many new people to meet um amazing things to do and so and i had spent christmas actually on vacays um oh. and met some really really cool people um and so yeah so i went to another hostel that kind of had a a tough reputation but it sounded intriguing to me um and so then i get there and it was just chaos, and but it was chaos in a beautiful way, um, and it and that was really like the beginning of of just the most memorable time of my trip, I would say, because I met this group of young people that were all staying there and working there actually, um, and then we pretty much there's there's a lot more to it, but that was that was kind of the beginning, I would say. Oh, nice. Of, that that's so you know sometimes, you know I know you know in Puerto Rico especially. You know, when I was there, uh, there the hurricane had recently come through, uh, oh, yeah. so it was it was definitely a tough time for the you know for Puerto Ricans and and you know a lot of things were broken and, and everything was kind of like in a mess. But you know, besides all that, I mean, it was such a beautiful place. You know, we went to uh, a lot of the beaches that were super cool uh, and the locals. I mean, going off what you said, like the locals are so friendly. I mean, they're so yeah. friendly. Yeah, I was shocked by that. It was, and and also while I was there, um, some earthquakes were happening actually, like at the mm -hmm. end of my trip, um, and and it was like on the news and stuff, um, and but I didn't really know what was going on at the time. But yeah, the locals were so just giving and caring all the time, always looking out, always like you know just so generous. And, and it was just shocking to me, you know, like people who didn't have that much still being like so generous. Yeah. Um, 
and I really, it really has, has somewhat impacted the way that I've carried myself since, I would say. So, yeah, so that's what um, I was going to ask. It's like, so you were there for a good amount of time, and then you came back to the United States. Now, you know, we go to Ithaca College together. Um, what, what, like, has your experience, how do you, what, like, what, uh, I guess, ideals or, or things do you bring back from your trip from Puerto Rico? Um, I think the biggest thing is just, I would say a few things were, were really, um, like transformative at the time and, and almost have, have changed as time has gone on my takeaway, I guess. But one thing that was, that was actually huge, this is kind of like just a personal thing, but I think for anyone that wants to travel, if they're stuck in certain emotional, um, states, you know, I think that it's like, it's a, it's a great way to break unhealthy patterns. And so I was in a, in a long-term relationship in high school and, and I was kind of still in the aftermath of it, still pretty upset about it. And I think I had questioned whether I would ever find love again, you know, um, which is funny because I was nine, I mean, I'm like 20 (laughs) years old. So, but I was like, you know, I was pretty stuck and I was like, I don't know, you know, how, like if I'm ever going to feel this way about anyone, um, again, and, and I was pretty, pretty like in a dark place about it. And then I got to Puerto Rico and throughout that trip, I met this amazing girl, um, who was traveling and it was like, it was like the, it, it made me realize that anywhere in the world you can meet people that will match you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And so that was huge for me. And then the other thing I would say is just, just that, like, it's so powerful to be kind for no reason. Right. Um, You know, like people would help me out and they had absolutely no reason to help me out. And I would, they would just do it just to be kind, you know? And and I feel like I've returned the favor to other people since that trip. That's awesome. um, Which I wouldn't have otherwise. I mean that you know that I think like traveling. This is like one of the biggest things I love to travel, and why I travel is because when you if like it's kind of like an escape. I mean if, even if you go like a, a two hour plane right away, you know you're you're escaping from your reality and you're kind of just you're getting away from. Sometimes it could be you know negative or you just kind of want to restart. I know when I travel sometimes it's just because I want to hit the restart button and just kind of have a new experience, meet new people you know, do all these new things because you know, sometimes you just got to get away, you know, sometimes you just got to get away. But, you know, that, that, you know, that is, uh, you know, love, love is a crazy thing. I think love is something that has its ups and ups and downs. And when it's really high, it's really high. When it's really low, you know, it, it does get very low. I, I, can, yeah. I can agree on that one for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I mean that, you know, and I think, you know, when you when you travel, I think I think most people I think should really hopefully when this coronavirus madness is over, is like you know if you have the opportunity, you got a, a like a good amount of time, a uh, chunk of time for you to free, you know, take a trip. Just don't even think about it. Don't plan it. I mean, of course, have le- some logistics and some idea of what you want to do, but really just kind of you know go for it. Don't even don't like think about doing you know touristy stuff. Just kind of go there. And just kind of see what see where it takes you because you know maybe you never know what's going to be like you never know what's going to be like yeah absolutely i think that's something i'm a huge advocate for kids our age just taking trips like that like it's even my brother actually when he kind of paved the path for me when he graduated high school he did a gap year and he traveled to turkey um costa rica and mexico right and just all by himself with no real plan and and it was like 
I've never seen a person transform so much. <laughs> like, it was wild, you know? Like, he was yeah. a pretty reserved kid in high school, like, kept to himself, um, really, like, academically focused, you know, and, like, definitely had his his own struggles with, like, anxiety and stuff like that. And then as soon as, like, he came back, it was, like, obviously there was still stuff that he struggled with, but it was, like, he was, like, he was out of his shell. He was so much calmer, you know, so much. It was just, like it made me real like just see like wow like like wild like transformative things can happen on these trips you know if you can just like let other people in you know exactly. that are not typical people you would interact with that's right that's right all right kelly thanks for joining us on the show it was a pleasure having you and listening to your story man it was awesome yeah thank you so much for having me man i had a great time thank you all right we'll see you later man all right sounds good Alright guys, that's all the time we have today on Travel and Peace Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to Kelly's story. He is an awesome person. He's been traveling for a very long time and he's just the greatest guy ever. But if you like what you hear, keep on listening as we're coming out with more stuff every day. Usually every week we'll come out with more than three or four episodes we're keeping trying to give you guys as much as possible. But just take it easy guys and we'll see you later.